welcome to the Creative Marketing Show with your host, Rosh Sillers. Right now, there is a woman or a man somewhere in this world that has a question. And they don't know who to ask to get the answer. And there may just not be anyone around right now to answer that question. But chances are they have something that you probably have in your pocket, and that's a smartphone. And they will use Google to get the answer that they want. And I think that's probably the crux of most of this when it when we talk about is the market too saturated. The fact is anybody can do well, pretty much anybody can do what I do. Anybody can learn digital marketing, marketing in general, photography, the visual arts by typing into Google. And that leads us to this basic fact that just about anything you do, the barrier is so low now that it can be an oversaturated market really quickly. Hey, welcome everyone who is joining in. Thank you for being here. Thank you for the thumbs up. If you haven't given one already, please do. I always appreciate that. That kind of sends the little vibes out there. And um, I will certainly answer questions at the end. Hey, thank you. Hello. How are you doing? I am talking today about competition. And the fact is that it really is irrelevant, especially if you're a service, because there is only one you. And I'm going to talk about actually some tools that can help you discover a little bit more about your competition. And I want to get into that. And then I'm going to share some strategies to help you separate yourself from the competition. And maybe what are the goals you should really focus on rather than a saturated market? If you look at the photography business alone, I will often talk about to photographers and they'll ask me, what do I do? And I say, look, the, the bottom line is don't, don't, don't even think about the competition other than they are, you know, someone, maybe you can get inspiration from other photographers. Maybe you can learn some lessons of what not to do and what to do. And so I, I think is very important to understand what the competition is doing, but don't spend all of your time on it. Now, like I said, I have some tools that I, I want to share with you because I think they're they're helpful in the process, but you have better things to focus on. Okay, so like I said, um, I'm going to answer questions at the very end. Feel free to comment and comment to each other in the chat. If you are catching me on the replay, most certainly uh, put something in the comments and ask questions there. If you're catching me on the podcast, iTunes, Stitcher, Radio, SoundCloud, Spotify, hey, it's good to have you there too. And feel free to leave comments. Um, most of my most of the stars are five stars. 
Uh, but one person did give me a one star in iTunes. They said I talked about SEO too much. And you know what? That, um, hey, there are worse things to get a one star for. However, the, the, the worst part about it is it was a few years ago. It was the last time I got a lot of um, traction over at iTunes. So if you have a moment, please do head on over there at some point, maybe after the show and share your thoughts with other people who may find this valuable or just share the YouTube channel if you're here live. Okay, enough of that. Um, I just wanted to get that in um, here as we really kick off show, Creative Marketing Show 418. So there are things you can do to connect with the competition, see who is the competition. Now, when we're talking about competition online, we're, we're not generally talking about people or companies that you think this should be. A lot of times I'll ask uh, the owners of companies, who's your competition? And they will kind of sit back and they will list uh, the people down the street the people that they know, maybe the people they network with who are in the same industry. And I'll look them up online and say, no, that's not your competition. <laughs> your competition online is a totally separate group of people that you didn't even realize. Now, sometimes people will say, I don't have competition. I don't have any competition at all. And that is not true. Everyone has competition. Even when you're separating yourself from the competition, we are all vying for the dollars that somebody else has. And they it may be that you're vying, the competition is a totally different industry that you're trying to get you know, that dollar from. You know, people are going to a totally different industry and you want to steer them to your industry because you can accomplish a similar or equivalent goal. So that person that I talked about in the beginning, they're going to Google. And as of a month or two ago, Google was 93% of search in the United States specifically. I know other parts of the world, it's a little bit different. But here in the United States, it's certainly Google is by far, there's 7% of the market left for everyone else. <laughs> and that's Yahoo and Bing and everyone else who's fighting it out, duck, duck, go. I mean, there are a lot of good um, search engines, good ideas out there, but Google is squishing many, many of them, not worrying about the competition, just trying to be better and better and better. And as you build upon yourself and try to be better than everyone else, which is, I think, one thing Google has certainly done. Now, we can certainly, once you get to the point of a monopoly, we can certainly talk about the disadvantages and advantages there over the competition. But I don't think you and I are quite there yet. Right now, we're just trying to grow our businesses to uh, just make sure that we're putting food on the table and we're paying our bills. And so getting into that, that person you know, who is looking for that um, information, your goal, especially online, is to be that source of information. And there are a lot of ways you can do that. We just, I just mentioned Google, but it's not just organic search for your blog posts or your pages. There are a lot of different ways in which you can be found on Google. Google images, your business, your business profile on Google. You can you know, create videos. 
And of course, you can have those little snippets at the very top using schema markup language or a different type of markup language that will that Google can easily pull out of your website. Even if you're number five or six on the list, they can still pull that information and put you at the top. I've done that many times before. But you know, Google is not the only only game in town in general when trying to figure out what's happening with your competition, but it's good to start there. Just Google what you do. If you were going to, if you were going to try to find what you do online, what would you type? Now take a look. And the answer is your competition. Now don't use jargon. Don't use jargon. Use just pretend you don't even know who your um, who, who you are, or you're, the name of your company, or your brand. Just type in, what, what would you type in to find what you do? And there is your competition. Now go through the website and take a look and see what is it that they may be doing better than you. You know, figure out why it is people enjoy going to that website. Why is it Google actually promotes that website over you? And then Break it out. Start adding little elements to your business that people just might appreciate. Okay, here's something very interesting. And this is just down outright here. Let's take a look and see what the competitors are doing. If you want to see how your competitors are advertising, you can go to Facebook now. This is something that's happened over the last six months or so. Maybe some of you are uh, aware of it. Let me know. Put, put yes, I'm aware in the chat after I mention it. So if you go to Facebook, to a Facebook page, and look down on the left-hand column, at the bottom, you'll have about and other things related to that page. At the bottom, you will have uh, info and ads. You can click on that button and see the ads that your competitors are running. That's pretty powerful. Now, it won't give you the information that in terms of how ads are better, but generally you keep an eye on it. You can see what ads are working, at least get some ideas of what they are promoting and how they're getting the information out about their products and services. So that's one thing you can do, and I think is really powerful and is new for us in these, um, obviously in, in this new digital age of uh, being able to see everything in transparency, Facebook is giving us that information and we can take advantage of it to understand more about our competition. Okay. Another thing you can do is check out um, Facebook info ads, uh, excuse me, check out YouTube videos. I just said that. Check out YouTube videos and Instagram and social media. Take a look and see what your competitors are sharing. Sometimes they share some information. How are they building community? And I think that's really important is to understand how the people who are doing it, who are building community. Because one of the things we talk about on this channel, of course, is your unique success combination. What is the combination that makes you? What is it that you can create? The things that you can hold on to and that work and let go of that don't work. What is that combination that makes you successful? And we are all in a journey of continuously improving upon that. 
and understanding what other people are doing to build that community and channel building, which is another big part of what we talk about in this channel, building a channel to just rally that community. And one of the best things you can do is to see how other people are doing it and what is working and if they are getting engagement. One of the keys to all of this in building your own channels and building your own communities is that engagement element. And Visitor's Guide is here and, 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 and she's sharing some, you know, some thoughts and, and that's engagement. And when you put a, you know, a like there, that's engagement. That's helpful in a comment. And we, we go back and forth and we share different ideas. That's engagement. And that is how you can build a strong community by, you know, recently I have been um, doing more on Twitter to improve my engagement. And, and, and I see the results early on by asking questions, asking questions that people, or even putting polls out there that people respond to. I ask questions related to photography and, and digital marketing, and sometimes they're just yes or no questions, but every time one person does something, it kind of, just as I mentioned before, pushes things out there. <laughs> and and um, the algorithm, you know, even if it's just a little bit, you know, just a comment, the algorithm is shaken a little bit and maybe shows your stuff to just a couple more people. And the more involved the community is, the better off. And that's why encouraging that engagement is so important. So how are how is your competition doing that? Especially those that you feel are just doing a bang up job and that's that's what you want to do. Okay, another thing you can do is use Google Alerts. You know, make note, you know, put put in Google Alerts, go to google.com/alerts and and put in your competitor's name. Whatever, the, if it's your local comp competitor that you feel is is that competitor down the street or the competitor that is really your competitor online, and every time they do something new, you will receive an alert via Google, especially maybe related to blog or new product launches, whatever it may be. Maybe there's a specific product in which you compete against or a service, and when they announce it in some way, you are on top of it and you know what's going on. So just... Knowledge in general can be such a powerful, uh, just just a powerful way to uh, one uh, understand the industry and two find new ways to separate yourself from the competition by just putting your own spin on what is working. Now, if you were looking for some tools, one tool, SpyFu, is one. It's s p y f u dot com, and you can take a look. And there, it'll have your organic competitors. Just type in your web address. And it'll give you a bunch of information about it. Now, you can do the same with your competition. It'll give a bunch of information. But if you put your web address in there, it'll show organic competitors. In other words, the websites that are considered competitors to yours. In other words, pr producing or sharing or giving similar information. And that can be really helpful, too. SEM Rush is another one that can be really helpful also. And that that's, again, um, a, a tool that I highly recommend. Uh, Moz is another one if you're looking for bank, backlinks and all that. And we'll talk about that in, in a moment. I also like to look at my competition blogs. It, it helps me understand how they think. 
um, and their podcasts. A lot of information is put out there through podcasts and blogs and videos. And I also know that then that makes some of us pause. And when we pause, we're thinking, all right, so you're telling me that I should be creating blogs and podcasts and videos, telling my competition what it is that I'm doing and giving away my com- company uh, secrets. Uh, Visitors guys ask, can I repeat the tool names? Uh, tool name. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, SpyFu, that's S-P-Y-F-U.com. And, and then S-E-M-Rush.com. Moz.com, M-O-Z.com is another one. But SpyFu is a good one to work with if you're just beginning in the process. And, and that can be really, really helpful. Now, the thing is, as I mentioned before, You know, I've given a ton of information away through the years, thousands of articles, a good couple thousand, well over a thousand on my personal blog, not including all the other blogs that I've written. So a good, I would say two to 3000 blog posts through the years. Obviously, this is podcast 418. Just for this podcast, I have many others. I have over a thousand videos. I'm sharing a lot of information. And, and so... Um, oh, spyfu, no D.com. Um, so sharing all that information, what has that gotten me? Well, that's gotten me that community that I was saying that is so important. And so I, I think for the most part, I've gained by sharing all of that information, not worrying about the competition. And uh, hey, Gord, how you doing? Welcome. Good to see you here. And so I think as we go through the process of sharing more information, we'll, we'll see there's more benefit. Now, obviously, if there is proprietary information that you have that, um, honestly, you know, you, you know that if your competition gets that information, that it's going to hurt your business. No, of course not. Don't put that out there. But for the most part, you could share probably 80-90% of what you have and it's going to give you a boost and at least yes, other people but most will not and that's the key. Most will not take the time to do the things we've just talked about here. And you know, and if they are really good, they will take the time and hey, all they're doing is kind of getting an idea of how you're doing a really good job. So if they're trying to figure out how you're doing it, well, then you're on the right track anyway, and I wouldn't worry about it. Just keep doing what I'm about to tell you in a few moments. Um, okay, so, um, and uh, Visitor's Guide, I will. I know you have a bunch of questions there and thoughts on branding, and I will get to you in a few moments, I promise, during the question and answer. Another thing you can do if you want to check out your competition's website is just type in the URL, site, colon, and then the name. Uh, so for me, for my my website at roshsillers.com, I would put site colon roshsillers.com and it'll show me l- all the information, the, the, the pages within that site that are of value to Google specifically. And that can be some great insight. And actually, when I did that today, I, I found some information about my website and the way Google looks at my website, I was having trouble ranking one of my subdomains. 
And just by doing that, I figured out why. Uh, it was linking to a page that said home. And it really wasn't my home page. And it was a horrible page. But for some reason, Google thought that was my home page, and that's why it wasn't ranking. So I turned that off and resubmitted it to Webmaster Tools, and that worked out pretty well. If you want to see what you know sites are linking to your competitors, just type in link in the URL uh, and link colon, and then for me, it'd be roshsillers.com. You could see all the websites that link to roshsillers.com. Uh, my, my blog website, uh, visitor's guide is uh, Rosh Sillers, R-O-S-H-S-I-L-L-A-R-S.com. And, and that's where the, you can find the podcast there too, as well as um, articles that I still blog regularly there. Okay. So let's get into, you know, the whole process of competition and not worrying about competition, separating yourself from the competition. Remember the premise of much of this show is that a lot of times a lot of times the competition is so saturated that that, that really it's just irrelevant as i mentioned photography so saturated it's irrelevant and so there's only one person one company to compete with and that is yours if you're worried about other than using other photographers or for Gord, videographers, you know, if you're worried about what they're doing, you're, you're going to drive yourself crazy. Use them as inspiration, but continue to improve what you are doing month after month, year after year. Figure out what is not working in your industry. What not, can Take a look at what people are complaining about. And, and honestly, you're going to move yourself forward. There are there's too much competition to even worry about. And so honestly, you know, consider the unique success combination which I talk about here. What is your USC? What is your unique success combination? If you're interested, I have a download, free download um in the description and it helps you go through your unique success combination. If that's something you're interested in, you can download it there and uh, go through go through the whole process and uh, become of kind of what we're calling the combination crew, just people who are looking for their best success combination. And I think that um, this, this is working out. So um, this is what I've done through the years to help grow my businesses and, and, and try to keep as relevant as possible because education is darn, so darn important is, as we build our, our companies. All right. Okay. So, you know, to increase your value, there are a number of things you can do. Hey, Pam, how you doing? Good to see you here. Um, to, can, to increase your value, what can you do to make the experience of working with you better. As I mentioned, looking at your competition, you can see what is the experience of working with them. What are the complaints? Look at their reviews. What are people complaining about with your competition? Sometimes it's quite often the same complaints they may have about you. And uh, so if you can take the time to try and fix those and find ways to fix those 
those big problems, maybe these seem too big to fix on your own, but then just take a piece of it. And I see Gord has a good question. So let me, and, um, in comments. So I'm going to get into that with the, in the question and answer. Um, continuously increase your value. Continuously try to improve your industry. You know, become an industry leader. That's where we often get into the combination code, combining things to separate yourself from the competition. And sometimes you can take elements from other industries, combine them with yours, things that people have never thought about. I, I had an interesting thought today, probably the one of the best, you know, think, think about the comic book industry. Um, we had the passing of Stan Lee today, which we can all uh, shed a great tear for all of us uh, geeks out there. And, uh, you know, sad to see, but man, he lived his life 95 years old. But if you think about you know, that his passing kind of spurred this thought. If you think about all those superheroes out there, the combinations to separate them, each one of those superheroes had their own co unique combination. And in, and they each had their own specialties. And so what is your combination? You know, I, a lot of times some people in the whole, you know, uh, inspiration game talk about your, you know, what's your superhero and so forth. And in, in a sense that it's kind of that kind of thing, what's that one element or combination of elements that makes you, you, because when we talk about photography, when we talk about business, there is only one, you only one person has your vision, your way of doing things and your way of approaching things. And I think that that, if you understand that, you're going to be okay. Now, sometimes we talk about success and, and what is success? Because a lot of times we, we spend so much time, we're worrying about the competition because we don't think we are successful. You may not have to be as successful as maybe a competitor who's been around for 20 years. You know, maybe you've been around for a year two years, five years. You don't have to be that successful. What is success? Well, as I've often mentioned, a positive cash flow when it comes to business, that's it. If you have a positive cash flow, I call you success because that's hard enough to do. Honestly, accounting can save a company and it can kill a company. And quite often it kills a company because it takes away that, that experience that you are offering. Uh, when businesses become investments, I've seen it happen way too often. It's because that spirit that you have, that the founders had, is taken out and it's now an investment. And that, you know, that that can kill a company. So success to me, the positive cash flow is I've often said, hey, if you uh, I'd rather be a fifty thousand dollar company with, you know, a positive cash flow than a million dollar company, you know, losing two hundred thousand dollars a year. <laughs> so um so that's that's uh that's definitely uh, the way I approach it. And that's part of the whole USC success, unique success combination, finding your unique success combination and keep improving what you're doing. And honestly, the competition will be irrelevant. All right. Hey, I have a couple of videos out and I see there's a good conversation going on between uh, Gordon and Pam. Thank you guys. Um, hey, uh, my two new videos that I put out this week are, um, names, how to find a name for your company is one. And then how to journal. 
and I find journaling so, so helpful to you know, just grow my business and to get through issues and problems because we have so much stuff up here in our heads and sometimes we just need to put it down on paper, get it out of our heads so we can focus on what we need to focus on rather than juggling in our heads. And that's one of the things uh, that I feel journaling is, is important for. But I list uh, and I share a whole bunch of stuff in that. So definitely take a, I mean, if you're not looking for a new name for your business, the name, uh, the name video may not be that much for you, but uh, the, the how to journal one, I think you may have fi- find some value. Um, some things that are happening. Uh, hey, I, well, this happened to me. Um, I do have the community tab now in my uh, YouTube and being a small creator, I, um, I, I find that a pretty happy thing. And so uh, it's coming. It's coming, guys. It, it's headed your way. Uh, if I got it, it's headed your way. Um, and then also, there, they've been, there's some talk about Twitter getting an edit button. I don't know if that's just rumor. I've seen some stories about Jack Dorsey, uh, and we'll see. Hopefully that that happens because if there's anyone who needs it, that is most certainly me, and maybe you're one of those folks too. Okay, let's get into the question and answer area. I'm going to kind of move my way back here and uh, kind of look. Uh, I, I know a Visitor's Guide has some stuff about personal branding. Um, I shared some lit tools. She asked about some of those uh, tools, and so I think I um, got into that. Uh, the disadvantage of personal branding is a question uh, that she has. And, you know, I, I don't think there is a disadvantage other than if you – are putting all of your eggs into personal branding and you want to sell the company. So if you put everything into your personality and you want to sell your company down the road, then there can be an issue because it's hard to sell you you if you're not along for the ride in, in the new company. So that's probably the biggest disadvantage of personal branding, but I think branding in general is really important because today, unlike times in the past where it was important, today I think it's mandatory. You have to build that community. You have to build the reputation. Your brand is not your logo. It's your reputation. And understanding that will help you understand how to develop that brand of yours. And as you build it, you 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 know you add more value and again that brand will help separate you from the competition you want to build your brand to the point that people just want you when i talk about the photography side of my business versus the digital marketing side especially the photography side i don't want people who want a photographer i don't i want people who want rosh siller's photographer and and that's what you want too. You want people who want you for the most part or your company because of the brand and the reputation that you have built. And in those situations, price is not as important. If you're not building it on brand or maybe your brand is the cheapest, then it's going to be a road that's really hard to keep going on because eventually you're just going to keep going to the lowest common denominators that really make it tough to grow a business. Okay. So Gord has a great question. Um, what about vulnerability? 
I recently shared some challenges in my coaching session with Evan Carmichael, who is a great guy. I've had the opportunity to uh, speak with him one-on-one too. And he really is, he's one of those people I'm sure Gord will attest, you know, really does reach out to people and is so supportive. Anyway, continuing, uh, coaching session with Evan Carmichael, then shared, um, then shared, uh, the audience, uh, connection doesn't mean perform perfection. Um, okay. So, let me let me clarify. Recently shared some challenges in my coaching session with Evan Carm. Then shared with the audience. Connection doesn't mean perfection. Well, no. I mean, do if you think about this, and we've talked about this actually in the last show. Think about the people, the maybe the actors. Let's let's go down that road. Or even we were just talking about Stan Lee talking about the superheroes. Didn't, the, didn't all of them have some sort of imperfections? There was something that you kind of connected with because they had an imperfection. And it's often true in cartoon characters or even um, our, our heroes on the screen or TV. It, it's those people that have this imperfection that we can connect with. They have something good and great about them but they are still vulnerable in letting people know, you know, who they really are. Seeing that side helps you build that connection together and, 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 and want to really root for them. And, and sometimes people take it too far because people do understand that connecting together sometimes is saying, you know what? Yeah. Had a bad day. Things didn't go so well. And so, oh, let's see. Meaning being vulnerable exposes our lack of perfection or vulnerable, vulnerable truth. Sure. Um, exposes our lack of perfection. Absolutely. And in some people, as I was kind of saying, take it too far because all they do is talk about <laughs> their lack of perfection. <laughs> you know, and at first you kind of, oh, I'm so sorry. I hear, I hear I'm connecting with you. I'm connecting. Does this really ever end? <laughs> <laughs> so there, I mean, there, there are two sides. There is a balance to it. You know, the, the, you know, the Eeyore, <laughs> everything is wrong. Uh, or, you know, that person who's trying to be perfect online and doesn't show any um, imperfections, but you, we do as humans connect with those imperfections. So sharing with people all sides of who you are, um, and that's certainly something that I have struggled with um, as I've grown this channel be two years uh, where the 12th, I started November 2016 and growing this channel. One of my biggest things in talking about Evan Carmichael was when I had my meeting with Evan, he, he said, you know something, I've watched your videos and the guy that I am talking with right now is not the guy I see in the videos. And that most certainly um, is probably true. And I'm trying to be, you know, that's why I like to do these live chats because I can be more just kind of who I am and kind of chat and share ideas where those situations where I'm doing the videos, I, I try to add a vulnerable side or a, a real side to it, but I don't always project that and I get that. Um, and I'm sure that's one of the many reasons, <laughs> many reasons, we won't even have to start, <laughs> just say there's one. There are many reasons why, you know, the channel 
Um, it's growing. It's it's it great community, but you'd think after two years, like, huh, shouldn't I be a little further along? But I have a feeling everybody who has a YouTube channel is saying that. <laughs> so that's not, you know, those of those who have fewer than you are wondering how you got there and where you are, you're looking at the people, you know, who have more than you wondering how they got there. And it's just a never ending cycle, of course. Okay. Um, Yes, uh, Gord saying easy to fall into pit of despair. Um, sharing, um, easy to whine, and but you know, learning how to share that, and uh, just you know, knowing when to stop too. I guess, and maybe we're all in that that boat. Just you know, share a little bit. Show behind the scenes of you. Show the behind the scenes of you. Pam says, um, I'm the opposite of perfection. I'm going. <laughs> I'm going to excuse it as being an artist. Yes. Artists, yes. Uh, I, I went to art school. I know many an artist, <laughs> and uh, and consider myself one as a photographer. And yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. All right, uh, Gord says I'm in a uh, Voice for Success program, and learned that many of us talk at people rather than talk to. Big difference. I'm guilty. If you look at my videos, quite often that most certainly is me. I'm shouting at the camera. I'm I'm talking at people, and I'm I'm always learn trying to learn to do a better job. Um, since the beginning uh, of the channel, I have now about about 750 new videos since I've started, and and I keep. Oh, thank you, thank you, Gord. I appreciate that. He says he sees he sees a different Rosh now. <laughs> okay, well, thank you. But you know, I still have that issue on my videos, and and I continue to struggle with that to to be more connecting and that and most. Uh, thank you, um, softer and more approachable. Yeah, you know the, the the videos, and that's again what Evan Carmichael was saying. You know that 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 connection element isn't always there, and again, that's why I do these videos because I think they're important. Um, I know there's some talk, and maybe you guys, Pam or or Gord, could uh, you know maybe address that, um, you know, we've been hearing about how live can stunt part of your channel. Um, I, I think it's super important um, for me specifically. So uh, to, you know, to offer that element. All right. Thanks, Gord. Thanks. I'm doing great. Uh, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I you know, Roberto Blake has kind of been hinting at that. I know Evan Carmichael has been doing some tests. Um, all right. Wow. Um, yeah. Thank you. And Gord, Gord too is, uh, you know, Gord, I know you've struggled through the years trying to do your best being your best YouTuber, Pam, you're doing great. And, but we all struggle and we continue to do so and to separate ourselves from the competition and kind of to close this up. I think this is a good spot to be what competition there is no competition, whether it's a YouTube channel or your business, you have to focus on being the better you and improving next month, being a better you than you were this month. And when it comes to the financials, when it comes to all the elements, channel building, um, we have a combination, which is seven, five, three, one. And in those of you who are new, it's seven is the seven sources of income that I recommend you work towards. Five are the five people that you connect with outside of your business to support you in your business. Three, is what is three? <laughs> I can't even remember three. 
<laughs> so let's go to one. Hey, you can download it in the description. I have it there. Sometimes we go blank. Um, I'll, I'll get to three in a moment. Um, but one is channel building, having one core channel build. And uh, maybe I should keep that in my notes so I can know my own combination. <laughs> just blanked how funny uh so that that's it that that's that um that cliffhanger thing you know leave them wanting well what is number what is three what is three well now you got to go check that out in some of the videos from before <laughs> all right oh okay thank you all hey we had uh, some good folks here thank you so much for joining in i i connect with you guys every monday uh usually four eastern standard time and uh, I will put out a notification well beforehand so you know when I'm going live. I should have one video out this week. And as I've been doing um, on the weekends, kind of the uh, on-screen tutorials um, about various digital marketing uh, how-tos. I, that's that's probably my biggest growth. And, uh, oh, Harley, uh, hey, just checking in. Sounds like we're wrapping up. Yes, Harley, we are wrapping up. Um, but it's a great show. A lot of people uh, came in today and added uh, some uh, good, good insight. It's always much more fun when there are people here. And uh, those of you who are catching me on YouTube and the replay, hey, thanks. Put a comment in the and share your thoughts. And of course, those of you who are on the podcast, thank you for listening. I always appreciate it. We'll talk to you next Monday. I really do appreciate you all being here.